0: with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
1: My little KV. I was on with the other show. I was upstairs
0: talking to construction guys.
1: I know. So I went to go, I figured I would go spread my talents on the Honest Show. And then, <laughs> How'd <it> go? <laughs> Anna barely opened up the show, and then Caveman opens up, and he uh, he looks at me, and he points to the studio. So I started running in here, and he goes, I'm recording in both. Woo!
0: How was my friend?
1: I'm good. Sorry, I'm out of breath. Whew, there's a lot Welcome of our... to the Clem and Cush. Bubba, what are you eating, man? This is no good for podcasting. Oh, if not? My... No. Oh, okay. What are you doing? Eating. What is it? Crackers. Why did you wait till we were on the air to do it? But we're not on the air, we're podcasting. No, it's, that's on the air. Oh. See, I'm not a... Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. This is podcasting.
0: So we cut all that out?
1: Oh, well, I'll see what I can do. See, I'd almost not cut it out because it's what people want. I don't know. I You know, me personally, not a huge fan of eating on the air. So... Me, me either. <laughs> what the... I mean, you're not stopping, though. No, but if I, when I hear a guy on the air eating, I get mad about it. Like, who does it, though? Who, who do you hear eating on the air? Some old tapes of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, I All get right. mad I man, what the fuck love you Finish
1: fat? up that fucking cracker already. All Holy right. shit. Okay. To be professionals here, I thought we were going to talk about something serious mental health. Yeah. You, you, you said that you wanted to, conf- you felt like this was a good place where you could finally open up about what you're going, what's going on with you. Oh my God. And I thought that that was exciting. That's what people want to hear about, the real shit. The fuck? Not not the real crackers that you're eating. I'm done. Are they club crackers? They were. Oh, those are delicious. They're, they're so buttery. And they get in your dental. Yeah, I only eat crackers uh, like when I'm, after I'm sick and you can't really eat anything. You sort of start to ease food back in your body.
0: But then you start liking the crackers. And you're like, this could be a caloretic issue.
1: Well, I eat all the crackers. Yeah, when I start to ease back into the food game, I eat the whole thing of club crackers. That's what they're made for. Why did they just put them in packs of two? I need at least 14.
0: Yeah, like Oreos. Well, like, not like you know. Like I don't when I see that whole row, I just
1: don't want to wipe it out. You do want to wipe it, are you? Well, you, you want to wipe it out. I wanna, and I usually do. Now, is that the reason why you have mental issues? Because you want to wipe out the Oreo uh, slide, but you don't? Oh. I think. Uh, by the way, this is a uh, Clem Cush three. No, they know. You don't. It's and oh. the great thing about podcasting is you don't have to reset. because They oh. know what they're listening to. It uh. says it like right across their screen. It'll say Clem Cush three, and then whatever we name it. John Brennan's a fuckboy or something like that. You can't put cuss words in the title, but you get what I'm coming from. Hello. Yeah. No.
0: What's it, going isn't, on? Isn't, isn't uh, <laughs> podcasting uh, you know like a long burn? You don't have to be Johnny, like, ah, rah, rah, rah. you can, like, just kind of just fucking chill out. Yeah, it.
1: you. it can be a, a long burn, but I'd, I'd like to know that you're there sometimes, you know?
0: I'm over here, cozy, just trying to get my shit
1: together. I can't. I'm watching Anna and Lummy do their show, so I don't even see you. So I have to hear you. I got you. club crackers in my dental. I, I got to hear you, baby. You got some floss? Are you flossing? You want me to kill some time right now? Is no, this an that edit I,
0: point? That's, that's a good. Uh title though club crackers and my dental
1: uh-huh. you know sometimes random titles don't do as well as when you get straight to the point
0: like John Br- Brennan is a boy yeah
1: like that would but boom John
0: Brennan is a boy yeah
1: like that would be that would shoot right to the top you know it's
0: what gonna, I, well I mean I don't know Clem's uh Clem Cush too shot right to the because top. Do you think three will overtake it? Koso? I do.
1: I, Bubba, people people like this. They like this kind of stuff. So, I mean, we're going to continue to put it out. If Clem Cush 2 didn't outperform the first one, I mean, maybe we wouldn't be doing this, but it's well outperforming the first one. So people like it. They want more. I, I don't know. If people, I think they like our dynamic. Yeah, I don't I don't know if people are reaching out to you, but they're reaching out to me and they like it. They like the one-on-one. They like the real conversation. I mean, despite the fact that we feel like we're being real on the radio, it's it's not as real as when we're stripped down, and we can say whatever we want. Not we can-
0: only are his people reaching out to me, Kush, but I got people that are reaching out to me that, uh, and I've not talked to you about. Come that.
1: on, you're gonna okay, say you whatever, got some. You're whatever. gonna say you got some podcast gurus, right? What do you got? Tell me. You're such a fuck boy. You're a pig dick. You're a
2: fuck boy.
0: I'm trying to tell you what we got. What do, I, do we know, got? Trying to be like you know, fucking Johnny Raw What do we here. got? And Let's then you're like, what do you got? Uh, uh, Joe Rogan wants to do a show with you. Yeah, what do you got? What do you
1: got? Let's hear it. I'm in.
0: I got a couple pretty big podcasters that have asked me to be on their show in the last couple weeks. And two, I have other podcasters or people in radio that be like... Will you distribute your podcast on uh, my hit their shitty podcast on our cool fucking podcast?
1: Wait, okay. So they, they want to be part of the network.
0: Yeah. And so I'm like, I have to talk to Seth about that because I don't know if that's what the fuck you do in a podcasting deal. Yeah. It's all, it's like kinda, if
1: we get like, let's just say Shannon Burke. Yes. Let's say Shannon Burke wanted to do the Shannon Burke fucking podcast, and there's and I'm get, and there's no fucking way he wants to because he does two shows he already. Already, fuck! You don't know what our conversation was at the fucking gigs. You don't remember what color jean jacket he had on?
0: He said, "Aisvrdge." <laughs>
1: Oh hey Seth, are you really torn up about the election? I see Pennsylvania might be reviewing the. Uh... I'm like, Man, don't
0: worry about the fucking election sale. I will tell you what, Chip has sailed, buddy, and that's you doing some ancillary shit, Shando. He's like, yeah. What if I did a podcast? Could I put it on your deal? I'm like, I think, I, I think, I don't, I think that's what the fuck you do. You help your buddy out.
1: Yeah. So what? What the deal? I'm, you know, I'm trying to help my buddy out. What the deal is, Bubba? The way a podcast network kind of work, I can relate it to. It's, it's about a... helping your fucking buddy out, ain't it? No, it's about making money, shithead. What the fuck? This isn't a a fucking uh, big brother, big sister gimmick. We're trying to make some cash. Some kids' ass. Say it, cuz. what if you
0: get an established guy like Shannon Burke that wants to do a podcast and do it on your shit? Here's what happens. Don't I get get some kind of slib on that? Listen,
1: let me tell you, cuzo, cuzo was a bear, I got it for you. That's it's, why I told Shannon Burke,
0: "quote unquote." I need to ask Shannon. I need to ask. Uh, I need to ask Seth about this stuff.
1: He thinks I'm a puss boy, though. No, I think he thinks uh, the knows that you're not a puss boy, but you play a puss boy. But I am a puss boy. But it, but here's the thing, Spongeo, a podcast network which you can start, the Bubba Army, whatever, is like a record label. Okay, yeah. So you sign as you sign as many talented people as you can that you feel like you can make money off of. So you bring Shannon on. You cut a deal where you go, "Hey, we're gonna take you know 10% your, no, ten percent of your, no, a lot of it. We're taking
0: a lot. Well, of it. Well,
1: whatever. We're gonna take this." percentage of your advertising we're gonna we're gonna promote it you're gonna be on our network we're gonna mention you here's what happens then shannon brings on a person and then you kind of you build out with podcasts people have podcast networks where there's no revenue at all it's just a like 15 fucking podcasts that don't make any money fuck boys right? right that's a bunch of fuck boys that that would not be the case here so this ain't the fuck boy network no so you bring in shannon burke like it's a gr- i think it's a great I, way to launch a podcast I've
0: already um, that's that's how that's how happy you should be with me. Why? Because you uh, you tell me like three weeks ago, I want to start doing your podcast, Bob. I'm like, fucking great. Love it. Th- boom. We take it to the next level. We establish some stuff like uh, Clem and Cush. You know, like we're fucking killing it. Okay. Yeah. So then I'm so excited. I'm like, maybe I can ask some other talent that I know because they are asking me about this podcast and shit. And I'm thinking maybe we could put it on our Fuckboy boy network because you are the guy that makes all those, all those decisions. Yes. Yes, That's absolutely. Why I'm asking you. I would love to. I didn't say, "Hey, Shannon Burke, you want to be on my motherfucking podcast?" No, I said, "I have to ask the fuckboy boy if you can be on."
1: Does he want to? D- does he want to do a podcast? Or did you kind of? No,
0: he's like, "Hey, uh, you and Seth have been doing the podcast. <laughs> uh, I fucking get an automatic download on my uh, Spotify, Spotify. He doesn't
1: listen to that shit. There's no way. I'm
0: telling you right now. Why would I lie to you no, about no, this
1: stuff? No, no, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying there's no way Shannon Burke's listening to yes, our he, podcast. Yes,
0: he. D- you want me to call him up right to fuck now? Yes. He listens
1: to our podcast. Call him up he right now. He
0: downloads our podcast. Call him right now. Okay, I will.
1: Let's see. Let's see who you use technology that other other podcasts can't. You have phone capabilities here. I'm gonna hold them right now. Heavy breathing. Well, you're a slow dialer. <laughs> I'm gonna turn it down so nobody steals his, his, his number. You're just a dick of dickness. Is that a. I mean, did anybody ever. We're sorry. Your call cannot be completed as dialed. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. Okay, well, you don't leave a message there, Sponjo. This isn't a vo- That's not a voicemail. I know. I'm just trying to find the right number. You um, got me fucking. Is he always uh, okay? Forget. Is he always on the move? Does he change his number a lot? No, I just,
0: uh, I just. <laughs> you got a lot I, of shannons. Some girl sent me a tit shot. God. Really? Yes. No. Uh, and it was fucking my stuff. Yes.
1: <sighs> tit shot. Please. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message Fuck me. Three, two. <laughs> I'm two. Let me talk, Sponge. Right, right. My hand. Available. Shannon, what's going on? It's Seth Cush from the Above the Love Sponge Show, formerly of Drew Garabo Live. I was talking to Sponjo, and he was saying that you want to do a podcast deal. I do not believe him whatsoever. I think it's a lie. But if you do want to do one, let's fucking get this going. Get on our network. We don't have a network, but and- we will— uh-
0: Shannon, uh, oh, did geez. you not admit to me on on Saturday that you download our podcast and you listen to our
1: podcast? I mean, you can. D- he's calling me a liar, Shannon. And you and I talk. Don't I fucking do fucking lie. Look, I'm just. It's okay to say. Oh, that's what people do in the podcast community. They go, I download it, but they never listen to it. But and this that's what the okay. listens. He's my friend. How could you hear a podcast on a Harley or a
0: hog? Oh, There's no way. I'm not saying he listens to it on his Harley. He listens to it in his fucking office before he goes on the
1: show. You think he's got a hammock? You think it's made out of denim? You think the one holds his <laughs> testicles in? No, I'm saying a hammock, like a, like. You think he like hangs out and reads a book in the backyard with a hammock that's made out of denim? I,
0: I think he's nude with squirrels uh, chasing his
1: testicles. and well hung, right?
0: Anyway, Shannon, calm. Uh, I don't. No, we're, like, we're doing our podcast. You can't now. call
1: a podcast.
0: You can't call the <laughs> podcast, Shannon. I'll have to get you on the other fucking podcast. See you later, buddy.
1: Jesus Christ! If you are satisfied with your message, press one to listen to your message. Press two to erase. Message review. Oh god. Shannon, what's going on? It's Seth Cush from the brother. The fuck? Lie, it's I- fucking horrible. What is that? Is
0: that new special?
1: <laughs> uh, hello. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Our network. We don't have a network. <laughs> you admit to me on,
0: on Saturday you download our podcast and are mm-hmm. right. in a fucking hurricane. Fire, Shannon, and you and I, on I'm just, it's okay to stay I I'd hang up. I'm I like Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who are these guys on my
1: phone? Why would he want to be part of our network now? It's like I'm being accosted. Oh. We can't get our shit together, we're trying to recruit a guy for our podcast. Hello. Our network.
0: Oh, we're not supposed to be answering phones. That's the other show yeah, that's the other yeah. studio. Let's yeah, yeah. make it. Let's make it sound really big. Hey, we're not supposed to be answering phones. That's the other studio and the other phone lines. <laughs> we're in a massive fucking place. It's got a lot of studios. You're damn right. It, uh,
1: we, I don't even know what we were supposed to be talking about. All right, listen, about. I do. Okay. It's about our mental health. You said you wanted to talk about your depression. Yeah, I am depressed. Have you always been depressed? No. And have you talked about it on the radio? Never. Why not? I mean. Do you feel like it's a weakness?
0: Yeah, it makes me look like a pussy.
1: Why? Don't you think? Don't you know a lot of people that are depressed that are afraid to admit it? Because
0: I have to play, I have to fake that I'm not depressed. Not
1: anymore, man. I Uh think you just got you got to be as real as possible, Bubba. You
0: couldn't go out there and watch Jimmy Kimmel and he opened the fucking show up be like, "Hi, I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I'm depressed." He does.
1: I think he does. (laughs) does That's why I, I think he does. I'm depressed. He, he going cried. To Didn't he cry when they uh when they yeah, killed? Well, you know
0: it's easy being depressed when you're on top. Be <laughs> depressed when you're living in a fucking trailer behind a studio that you're getting ready to get you repossessed. Well, that's when you shoot. Should... As you lost your girlfriend and she filed fucking charges on you that you choked her out.
1: Oh, that happened?
0: No, none of that happened. Oh my goodness! Thank Great. God this is a podcast. Well, you did. I'm not dead out
1: immediately. I can't. She... <laughs> I don't know what's true you did live in the trailer bubba don't squirrel me on the uh, on the depression thing depression is just something that you've had forever and you've you've masked it in different ways probably just by being so successful well, or whatever my, de-
0: my depression my depression probably started out as always being a heavy kid you know and always having like you know like man tits and stuff like that you know right you know i could think i would think probably the saddest the first time i really got sad is we were like in fifth fourth grade and the and the teacher, the, the the PE teacher is like, okay, we're gonna go skins versus shirts. You know, that's how you'd play. Yes. <clears throat> They're like, all right, take, you 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 five boys take off your shirts, and you five boys keep your shirts on. We're gonna play basketball here Can, during PE class.
1: Could you imagine doing that today making no. kids take their shirts off? No.
0: I mean, geez. so <laughs> and this is like 1977, 76. I'm like in fifth grade, and Mr. Berger, Greg Berger was my P.E. coach, and he's like—and it was innocent. It was like we were playing basketball, inter, like, uh, you know—
1: Oh, Bubba, are P. you e. stockholmed? You're convinced it was innocent.
0: P.E. We're, like, playing P.E., and us, there's like, ten boys, and he's like, Okay, you five boys keep your shirts on, and you five boys take off your shirts. So, skin versus shirts. Let's
1: play basketball. Well, you know, I had some big titties. Even in fifth grade? Well— I- Hot damn! Big, bigger titties than I would like to have. I, well, nobody had sculpted pecs back then, so you wanted to be a flat-chested Willie.
0: Yeah, so well, you know, they're like these real, like the hill, the hillbilly kids that could do push-ups and stuff. Right. You know, like the fucking red? They all, you know, they, they, they had like nice little chests. Well, you know, me and Larry Plummer had bitch tits, and, uh, and so that's <laughs> probably where it kind of first started. And then, so I, I've always does
1: running run in your family? Like, does your mom have it? Did your dad have it? Does your sister have it?
0: Oh, I think we all got it, and none of us want to admit to it. Well, that's a,
1: that's the thing. <laughs>
0: I think I, we're all fucking depressed.
1: I mean that that's the problem. So, what made you want to finally, you know, at least on this forum, open up about it? I don't want to. Well, I mean, I feel like you kind of did. What de- what is the? I've never talked. Right.
0: To, I've never. I've never mentioned what I just said well, ever. I know. Like I don't think it's something I should talk about. <laughs> I, just, I got a whole bunch of Who stuff. Cares?
1: No, Bubba, listen. Why has it got to be about me? Well, this is, you're half the show. No, oh. You're more than half. You're a radio legend and not me. I mean, that's what, that's what the comments are saying. So I, I have to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the radio legend's scared. I have to write. The radio legend has played the, uh, the 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 role of a radio legend, and you've played the role of a shot-out, you know, fucking crazy guy. So I, I, let's talk to that
1: guy. I've played the role of my. Dude, I'm me. I I, I think that you know that I'm not uh, somebody on air, that I'm not off the air. I'm See, the, I think you're true to the game, and I'm a fucking poser. No, I think that it's just you—I understand why people d- aren't open about their depression. I get called a pussy. like I get called all kinds of shit um, on social media for— Sometimes I cry when
0: I'm all by myself. Do you feel better afterwards? Sometimes. I'm not kidding. Like, I'm being fucking for real I cried. Here. I cried, I cried the, the weekend. The only reason I'm being for real here is because I'm not really thinking anybody's listening right. to this. Because really, it's not nobody's listening to it. It's just me and you recording it. Right. I know it'll be repurposed for uh, a bunch of shits and giggles. But as it, I just seem like I can maybe break a little bit of shit down. But sometimes I'll be on my grader. I'll be at the track all by myself, and I'm just really thinking about stuff, or the past, or just good times. And I'll just start fucking crying, just like
1: <laughs> crying. Yeah. I think it feel. I think feel. I think crying guy. This guy. All right, never mind. I'm gonna stop right now. Or it's no, really gonna wh- get. Why do I I really. Be?
0: No, no, no. no, no. Suck that. Why do I gotta be crying guy? When I'm not even crying. Pussy, guy? pussy. I mean, like I've completely get on your grater and be a man.
1: Well, like I've completely pulled this and whack off. You gotta pussy. whack off on a grater, not
0: cry. S- sometimes I'll be all by myself on that grater, and there's not a person around, and I'll start like rubbing on my penis. Yeah, that's uh, what I now. I now like, that, I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. That's Bubba. Uh, I do a lot of weird things by myself. Okay,
1: listen, hold on. Uh, I I cried on Saturday. I cried before I left. You did? I before I, we went to our gig. Yes, because I've I have been majorly depressed the last uh, I don't know a couple weeks. Like, what were it you go- crying about? Uh, just it was just that I. That you had to go. I, uh, no, I would just have been. I was completely. I was a complete. Hey, we're podcast. I can take my hat off. Yeah. No, okay. you're good. Um, I just was a complete uh, prick to Phoebe over the last couple of days for what I've been going through. And Why are you so fucking mean to her? Because it's a struggle. She, but she Baba, listen, puts up man. with
0: so much weird shit. She could have any guy she wanted with those jugs, and
1: you, like, are just, just fucking shot out, buddy. Yeah, that's what she signed up for. Oh. So so the thing is, is that when I get through my shit, like, I need support from her, and sometimes so she... I, I,
0: can I, can I start using that? What? With chicks I'm dating? That you need support? i am like, no, you fucking signed up for this shit. Yeah. Like, you knew me, I'm not changed a bit. Right. I'm this is full-blown wacko.
1: Yeah, I'm the same person. Just my my anxieties and depressions are just evolving sometimes, Love. and there's more triggers or whatever. I so. need
0: to text myself that. Turn it around.
1: By the way, now. we're going to get into the, some fuckboy shit here, right? Uh, so what did you cry about on Saturday? Nothing. I just had been. Did you cry? It was rough, Bubba.
0: Did it you was... cry because you felt bad about what you've put
1: her I through? I just cried because it was just, there's so <laughs> It's just a lot of emotions when you're fucking not feeling great, man, and and it, and it lingers for days, days, Bubba. You can't shake it, like depression. Listen, I Somebody have been goes depressed like,
0: since seventy eight, bitch." But I'm fucking holding it in,
1: fucking. You're ch- not holding it, and you said you are crying a crater. Yeah, but that doesn't involve anybody. I just I get it all out. Okay, well, sometimes I like to cry on my wife's shoulder, pussy. Oh, I don't have a wife. Well, you did, and you and you know, I fucked it
0: up. That's some things I cry about.
1: You don't need those bitches, anyways. Yeah,
0: I like being alone. Um, maybe I, that's me. Just, but maybe that's a coping mechanism. I, I, no, I for do too. Me, for me, not to have to fucking deal with bullshit because bitches
1: are bullshit. Well, it might be, but it's also you've dealt with. It, it, you you deal with so much stuff on a daily basis. It's so it's a nice to just not have to worry about shit and to be alone and not have to worry about keeping up a conversation or yeah. any of that stuff. Yeah, like some of the chicks I talk to now. They don't, like, understand, like, I don't
0: want to, like, I... You don't want to talk. I I can't... I'm a fucking weirdo, and yes, I should be asking you about your day, and yes, I should be... I should worry about your kid, and shit, but I don't give a fuck, because I got so much shit and different people pulling at me that I can't really fucking be fair (sighs) and worry about your shit. I'm just... I'm kind of like, so...
1: So that sounds rough, Bubba. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: Got to worry about the electrician that's going to be at the racetrack this weekend. Yeah, that's
1: it's tough. And the wh- fucking
0: eight families that I feed and shit.
1: Yeah, well, when you put it that Some w-
0: fucking girl from Alabama. Yeah. Ran away from her mom and dad.
1: Yeah, we got her taken care of though. That the Bubba Army's looking out for her. She's going to have a bunch of new clothes for her school year. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, but you know what? I I got to put
0: a I got to kind of fucking put a rule on that. On what? I'm going to have to like.
1: That's going to have to, like, I don't even know that we talk about that on the podcast. No, no, no. That's, just keep it. Let's yeah, That's for some. let keep show. it crazy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We did. Yeah, so listen, man. I, I'm just a faker. Have you talked to anybody? Have I
0: you... talked. I, I went to a therapist a few times, and it was a woman. One was a man, and one was a woman, and they both came up with the, th- the same thing. They called Tom Bean up because Tom is the one that needed me to go. Right. Because he's kind of like my life coach kind of deal. And he said they said, um, first of all we saw Mr. Clem. Second of all, and they pretty much both said the same thing. He is either really 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 brilliantly insane, maniacal fucking whack job can fucking hide and mask and live through different forms of realness or he's insane.
1: They use the word insane.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. He's an or he's he's literally like insane. And we can't, like, it's way above the shit that we're dealing with. Like, he is fucking maniacal, fucking God, bri- how long were your appointments with them, Bubba, for them to call
1: you maniacal? Bri- it's only bri- about 50 like, minutes. Brilliant.
0: They're like borderline brilliance, but borderline, like, fucking really, really disturbed. Like, whew, that guy is a fucking faker. And a good one. Well,
1: you know what i i i wouldn't even i wouldn't even suggest medicine anymore because i i think my medicines make me worse. So Phoebe looked up a, a therapy that I have a consultation for that. I think they hook shit up to your head.
0: Shock you? Oh, I don't it's think a it's, shock to you. It's, yes, not, it's a shock therapy. I don't wanna, you know it's what? not a shock. Listen to me. It's a shock therapy. And and listen, fuckhead. I've heard good things about it. I have a friend whose mother did that. And had some pretty good success with it. And this has been fairly recent, like the last two years, where his mother was like fucking crazy. And they did this. I don't know anything about how they do it or what, but it was m- called mild shock therapy. And they hooked these like electrodes up to your fucking head and shit, into your back, your neck, and they like, and it kind of like rewires you a little bit. And I heard good things about it. Like I want to take a shit on it, make fun of you, call you fucking Frank Stein. But <clears throat> I, I've heard good things about it. If I was to be true, to I've
1: the heard same. good things too. And um, you know what? I don't. Uh, I don't give a fuck, man. I got. I got to try to make myself better. Uh, Rewire yourself for, my, for myself and for my family. But
0: here's what I'm worried about, Seth. If I go, and, yeah. if I fix this craziness, oh god, no, but, but you're but, not gonna
1: lose okay. any of your radios. All
0: right, motherfucker, that's okay. No, can I tell you what makes me crazy? Yeah, as my friend, yeah. If I fix my crazy, then I'll lose my edge, the edge that I have, my story timing edge, my showbiz edge. It'll get better. No, I don't think so. It'll
1: get better. Sponge, I got to tell you, man. It affect it. (laughs) <laughs> the the i I've, I've been on multiple medications for my depression and anxiety and i the reason why and it's only been over the last year and a half or so so i self-medicated for i don't know 37 years and um i was worried about that i thought it would fuck with my creativity and taking away the anxiety sometimes and being able to quell some of the depression but you don't uh, do the ma- same thing as me no, no, I don't do the same thing as you, but I'm telling you that you, you're you not going to lose that because you're going to have more brain power. That's not going to be—you're not going to be caught sad. up in a depression. I don't have a lot of brain power. I know, but the brain power you have, you're spending it on, like, being sad and stuff like that. So uh, if you were—if you did therapy or you did some sort of medication, it would alleviate that. To let you know how fucking shot out I am. You don't want to get better. I wrote my, my
0: periods of my life and, and why I'm where I am today. Like 66 to 69 were the, were, were just the adolescent stages. And then 69 to 77 were the Madison Elementary. There's all kinds of fucking stories there. Then 78 to 80 was in middle school when I was low man but yet high man. And then my freshman <laughs> year in 1980 when I was a standalone Willie. And then 80 to 84, sophomore, junior, senior, which was a progression. Sophomore, you're a pussy, and you get picked on. And then senior, you're the captain of the football team, and you bully guys. Where did and you then write... 80 to 884 to 86 was my lonely period and then 86 to 88 is when I first got into radio. And then 88 to 92 all the trials and tribulations including Philadelphia and attempted suicide. Oh my god. Then 92 to 96 at the Power Pig when I was as heavy as I've ever been but happier than I've ever been. Then 96 to 04 and the 98 rock deals and then 04 to 05 when I got fired. And then 06 to 11 my most glorious days of all when I was at Sirius XM in my marriage And then then 11 and 12, 11 and 12 when I was doing Cox only. And then, and then, 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 then the single fucking thing that has ruined my life is the sex tape. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: And then 12 to 14 with Nikki and Cox and then Cox fires me in September of 14 And I do two years with the Bubba Army radio deal feeling good, but it's just patchwork. It's just, I'm just kidding myself. I'm really depressed because I missed the 06 to 11 days. And then 17 through 19, my worst, where I was going to kill myself. I had the gun out as I was in the trailer, as I was living in a 31-foot trailer, and my son told me he never wanted to see me again ever in my life. And I was living in a 31-foot trailer behind the studios that were getting foreclosed on. I got to gun out, and I was going to kill myself.
1: What stopped you?
0: Can't even tell you.
1: That's and, the first time you've talked about the Tyler stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Because you told me on the phone one day, and I was like, holy shit.
0: And so look how far I've come My from my son telling me April of 2019, you are a joke my friends make fun of my, make fun of me uh, based on you know my my friends google you and they say all these things and you embarrass me like this almost makes me want to cry yeah like you you know, it's fucking embarrassing and you know and i never want you i never want to see you again to now my son won a big race this past week and he knew i couldn't be there but he you know on the video specifically he thanked his dad And that made me, you guys have no idea how much that made me cry. I get
1: that as a parent. I I could, I mean, I I feel that. I mean, what did he have a conversation with, I know that you guys have recently, you know, been. June. June, yeah.
0: We started, we started back kind of, he started living with me at Tara's in June.
1: Okay. Now he just seems like a very smart and respectful kid and all that. Like, did he, did you guys have a conversation about what he had said to you or did you just kind of pick it back up? Like, you know, you know, like you just let it go.
0: No, I um I took him to breakfast on Sunday, him and his girlfriend, and I said, "You made me so proud, and thank you so much for saying that." And you know, it was just it was just a super cool a super cool moment.
1: No, I know what I'm saying. Like when with what he said, when he said that he never wanted to see you again, you were an embarrassment. Did you guys ever have have a conversation after that?
0: Yeah, well, I would text him like every you know a couple of weeks and say, "I love you," and, and I hope that you please sometimes give me a chance to be back in your life. And, you know, I, lo- I just we kept reiterating, I love you, I love you, I love you. Um, here's, I think this is just from this past weekend, this Saturday.
2: Me too, I couldn't slow down where I need to, but Dad, I'm sure you're going to see
0: this. Well, I love you and thank you for everything you do for me, man. It sucks you can't be here, but uh, I love
1: you. Yeah, he'll know one day, man, and I think he probably is realizing it now, um. Full, having full access to the internet and you know being around you more, that uh, you know he'll he'll probably realize that you know he well, made much, mistakes, but you were more, always trying.
0: It was more of of the other parent that was brainwashing him and telling him stuff like that. And so we're beyond all that. And he's eighteen, and he but can. She, li- she gave can you, live- she gave you live- a
1: great son, hell of a woman. She
0: did, and I have a lot of respect well, for her. Me too. And, and <clears throat> but it gets tough co-parenting sometimes when you know.
1: Tell me about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What, what is co-parenting? Oh, is that when you're divorced?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I never was. I, Tyler, uh, Tyler's mom and I were never. In Hell, it, yeah. You
1: yeah. just hit it and quit it. You know what I'm saying? Put a baby inside you. Boom. Got a race car, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That was kind of an outburst, cousin.
1: Sorry. Well, I felt like you know, we, we, sometimes you got to have these. You got to bring it back up. People might want to kill themselves now, so yeah, well. <laughs> they're like, "Oh my god, it's been a facade." Bubba hung in during like uh, when he had a trailer and everything, and his son didn't want to talk to him. Now we find out that he was depressed and he wanted to kill himself. We well, gotta... I
0: mean, like in like in June of last year, June of nine. No, yeah, like uh, May, May of nineteen. I'm living at the studios in this trailer. I sold my house, my big million-dollar home, and after I paid back all the back taxes and all the fines and foreclosure fees, I had twenty-three thousand dollars left. I should have had, you know, a million dollars.
1: It's not bad though. Right now, twenty-three thousand.
0: <laughs> and I took it and I bought a trailer, so I had a place to live, and I parked it behind the studios. And the new landlord that bought it uh, said, "Yeah, yeah, I don't care, whatever." And, uh, I lived there for three months and that's why I was, you know, my son came down and visited me one time and like, you know, it was just bad.
1: It was just bad. I get, well, I'm glad you guys are back
0: and I love him so much. And, and, and it's just, God, I don't know if anybody has any, if any, any of people that are listening to the show have kids that you've been estranged from for any amount of time, um, and you're, and you just don't. You you don't get to see your kid. Can you imagine not seeing Sethy for a year?
1: No, I, mean, I I'm got talking about not. physically. No.
0: I didn't physically or speak to my son for a year. I tried and tried, and we, you know, it just, just was no. all fucked up So And can I tell you honestly? I, that's why I wanted to go. That's when I wanted. I was like, what do I have to live well, for? Well, I got to tell you,
1: I I would I probably would have uh, would have considered suicide also if that was at that point. It's like, what do you want to live for? Yeah, you
0: know, like your your kid is your like I most agree. precious. Commodity. He has, you know. Told by the way, me, I told hope, me I'm a piece of shit. Yeah, I, hope I he, am a piece of shit. I live in a fucking trailer. I've lost it all. I'm a
1: piece of fucking shit. By the way, I also don't want people to think that we're by the we're, we're not we're not taking suicide or anything lightly. Bubba's oh, just fu- opening. No. Bubba's opening up. Like there's I've had crazy thoughts on different medications. Like it's it's something very serious. So that's no, why we're talking about it.
0: And, and in fact, the suicide prevention hotline is 800-273-8255. This is not clowning suicide. This is talking about how. I I I'm so glad I didn't choose that option because it would have been a selfish option, I, and I would have hurt so many people over my selfless act. That it's I, I need to get through this as a man or as a human being, and and make myself stronger and make you know people that love me uh stronger yeah
1: i mean if you would have blown your slimer head off that day then we would never would have had this moment where tyler thanked you you know for not being at his event where he took home 10 percent of the big time prize that he probably has to put straight in your pocket so i mean that event led to this bubba so i'm glad you're alive i'm glad i'm alive i think
0: we pretty much ended with that because that's almost given him too much was it the
1: slimer thing
0: (laughs) i'm glad you didn't blow your slimer head off
1: (laughs) Is that it? Should we do another one this week where we talk about the cock stuff? Because people seem to like when I go in on them a little bit. Well, I, I like th- to drop little tidbits because I know they throw it around.
0: I, I think we need to. Because
1: I got a couple things. I got, like, where my demise started, which was when they brought SBK. Yeah, we can't
0: make it about me. We have to, no, like, no. give them at least, you know, well, five I... to eight minutes of, of your nonsense. Well, I'm of just saying, I, I
1: got a couple of things, like, I got where they brought SBK on, where it started to feel like. My... And you know that I made, like, I'm the one that made them. I don't know if you know this. Yes, not. I know. I know you got him his job at Cox because you made him an offer, and then they got scared that he was going to leave, and then they they put him under contract.
0: Yeah, I think that's true. That's a, that's true. Yeah, yeah everybody. I but didn't, I didn't know that was going to fuck your deal up.
1: Well, they forced him on Drew Show, yeah, and know. they were trying to make him a. That they were trying to make him a two, and I was kind of the two, and oh,
0: you are the two.
1: Like well, you're, the, you're my two, but I was a, yeah. I'm a two, but they were. Cox was telling me that I was a three, and that I was. You and, know, you, and meanwhile, you are a two, and you're playing the role of a two,
0: right? And next thing you know, they're trying to tell you what the fuck you're not. Well, a I'm, three.
1: A, I'm a fucking. I feel. like, I mean, I could host. So when when you, you could, I mean, you could be a one, yeah. But right. You're playing two at that point. I'm, I'm playing two, so they they brought SBK. Scotty Pippen at that point. They brought SBK on to be Scotty Pippen, and he just wasn't. And he was fucking Luke Longley, right? He <laughs> wasn't just like he. He wouldn't even look at Drew. Like he would keep his face down PJ his computer. Anderson. Yeah, and it was just it was a whole thing and I just they kept for like I kept going into these meetings and say I'm like hey I'm executive producer I'm trying to scale back and it kept being like hey you know don't talk like this or try to do this there was one time over uh, over December, over Christmas vacation where I ran up to the station f- for a second for one thing and Drew was up there for, for whatever reason and we were like, our show was playing, it was best stuff we go, let's just go on the air so Drew and I went on the air for just like, a, just like an hour and it was when SBK first joined the show and SBK calls John Brennan and goes those guys went on the air without me, that's so unfair, so then John Brennan calls us and goes, next time you guys go on the air you need to call SBK and I go, what the fuck, I go, we were just up there, we decided to Go on the air, just so, some grab ass radio. Yeah, so it was a big thing for uh, three years of SBK going to John Brennan, Drew going to John, everybody going to John Brennan. Cause but like, I, meanwhile, why couldn't Drew just run his own business? Like, why couldn't he fucking
0: you know Drew like, can man- man- manage his own show. Be he, like, listen,
1: he was afraid. He was afraid of Kevin. God. He's afraid of it. He was afraid of it. Drew Drew ha- does not have the capacity to have a conversation off the air. And that's what led to me leaving one day. The day the day that I decided to quit was um we had a Drew Garabo live sign that we kinda would hang up over Mike Calta's sign that was right. in the studio the backdrop willy yeah so right. at the end of drew's show he would do give, uh, give dick a rest where you know people would just call up and say random shit or whatever it was like the last minute of the show right so i look like a, like a boogeyman check yeah for so for like the final like we had that banner for two months so whenever we would start that bit i would always take my headphones off and start to take down the banner because i always wanted to get the fuck out of the studio before the next show came in because i didn't want to make small- you a banner boy Yes, I was. Ba- I was Man, the. Ba- I was,
0: I've never made you be a banner boy. Well, you know, I was. I, hear anything I was the you. E.
1: I was the EP. It was just a three person show. It was right, just me, right. you know. So I was like, all right. I took it. I was taking it down. So, so the next day, uh, Drew calls me into the office and he goes, "Yeah, I just wanted to see, you know, what's going on with you." And I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, you know, you uh, you you started, you know, taking down the banner. You checked out of the show early." And I go. I go, I've been doing that for the last two months. I go, if that was a problem, you could, you definitely could have let me know. But, you know, and he goes, well, you know, I, I just want to let you know that you're, you're the only negative one on the show. And that, uh, you know, you're the only person that doesn't want to be here. And you're negative all the time. And I'm like, A, this guy had been having meetings with fucking iHeart under contract. John Sending was trying to find another job. And Micah Rotunda was trying to find another job. So he looks at me and starts telling me that I'm selfish and I'm the only person. I only care about myself. And so... I walk down to I walk down to John Brennan's office and I go uh, I can't do the show with with Drew right now uh, he's being you know a complete fucking idiot or he told me to go home or something and John Brennan goes no you're not going home you're not going home so then um, Drew goes in there and I'm then like a bunch of fuck boys yeah Drew sends an email to John Brennan documenting everything that happened because that's oh. the kind of so then I stayed home that day and then I came in the next day. To try to have a, I mean,
0: at least you have full blown man, man like fucking meltdowns on my place. It's none of this bitch boy shit.
1: Well, I said everything I needed to say to Drew's face. So then I came in the next day, and I think that we were gonna. I think I was gonna try to go on the air. And Drew didn't say anything to me like when I went on the show. And then off the air, he goes, You know what, man, you're just always going to be a problem. There's always going to be something, you know. And I think I called him a scumbag. And he ran down to John Brennan's office and said that he just called him a scumbag. I want him off my show. And it was, I had already told John Brennan that I, I had put in my two weeks' See, notice. So. so
0: now, now, when, so, but when you went on that one day, because I was listening on the radio and you like,
1: yeah, that was so when I went that out that was
0: after the this 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 R had already happened, right? What you just described.
1: Yes, oh, okay. I, th- for 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 about a week and a half they sent me home and they wouldn't let me go on the air cuz they couldn't figure out what to do with me. Cuz Drew and, was supposedly uncomfortable or whatever. Well, they just bubba they don't know what the fuck to do over there. So they didn't know what to do with me cuz I was quitting and they didn't know how they were going to handle it and it just kept going on and on. So I said I told John Brennan I go, "Hey, listen, Um, If you guys don't ever want to announce anything, I go, that's totally cool. Um, I go, I'm going to go on social media and talk about that I'm not on the show anymore because I have to find another job. So he's and then he's like, "Okay, well, you know, we don't really do stuff like this, but, uh, you know, we're going to let you go on the air and, you know, say your goodbye and stuff like that. So that's what you heard where they let me go on you know, that day for a final 30 minutes.
0: See, I thought
1: it was more
0: like opposite of that. Meaning like they didn't even know that you were going to come in there and, 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 and do this or they kind of knew, but it wasn't it was under different. No,
1: processes. I told I told John Brennan that I put in my two weeks notice um, and then the neck. He's like, well, just think about it, you know, all this stuff. And then the next day or that day I end up texting him and go, I d- yeah, I, I'm definitely done here. So they didn't they told me not to come in and they didn't know what to do with me. So when you heard me talking about why I wasn't there anymore,
0: I remember calling Blitz up and saying, hey, yeah. I just heard on Drew Graba's show, and I think it's a fucking shoot. I think that Cush kid is out of there. I yeah. mean, he's fucking over it.
1: It was bullshit. So Drew was a complete—Drew was mad because I told uh, John Brennan that— he,
0: goes, He's a fucking weirdo, but he's funny.
1: Yeah. No, Drew was mad because Drew— uh, Drew went in. John Senning went in, and they started talking about how aloof I was and how I didn't want to be there. Which I honestly was didn't want to be at work anymore. But I showed up and put in an effort every single day. Well, and you needed the money. Well, as the producer, Drew got mad also because I told him um, that I was here for I was here for money and, and insurance, and he got mad at that. Like I was supposed to be like I'm working for any other reason than for all that shit. So um, Drew got Drew was mad at me that I told John Brennan that he met with iHeart while I was under contract. But I was more kind of the reason I did that was because I wanted john brennan to know that he has absolutely no fucking idea what goes on uh as you know him being the boss of the bone like if i had like pe- he has zero idea like what if the if fuck's going on like if i had people under contract which i wasn't under contract but if i had people under contract i wouldn't want them meeting with my competition's boss that's that's just what i'm saying i wouldn't want that at all um so i did that as kind of a, a reason to as an nephew to i guess both of those guys so and and john brennan as I told John Brennan that, John Brennan went back to tell that to Drew. So, um, yeah, Drew and I had a, I think, kind of a blowout on our last day. Also, when
0: um, when Drew gets fired, or any of those guys get fired, yeah, should we like offer him uh, to come on the show for what? To just you know, say, hey, buddy, <laughs> let's talk about this shit and look who still has got, look who's still doing it, buddy.
1: We're still doing it. I'm not, I mean, doing it it and doing it well. I'm not trying to rub anything in anybody's face. Oh, I'm not trying to rub. I'm trying
0: to take the high road and be a
2: gentleman.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I don't, I got to be honest with you. I don't, it might sound differently. I don't know how people perceive it, but I I don't give a fuck about Drew at all. Um, He was always about himself. I didn't think that he was a leader. He wasn't the kind of guy that could look out after a show. You are
2: terrible, and they know it. The thing, I, you know, I, 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 what do you consider, I mean, I haven't, I might have crossed, no, I don't, I, I consider, you and I could have as much beef as we want, I don't, we never. uh
0: And, and think about this, fucking Keith Lawless, for their, because of their hatred to me, blows up uh, an a, the absolute best lineup in Tampa history with regards to having some really, really established personalities, Uh my show in the morning. Kauta's in the afternoon, Drew for middays. I don't know who the fuck was at night. Maybe Soul Brother Kevin, uh, Mo, whoever. But I'm just saying, like, three pretty strong, you know, franchises. You blow up. So Like, I don't even fucking understand because you're going to let one of the franchises, Kauta, try to tell you that I'm a problem and not a team player and that the franchise will be stronger without me. Like I don't understand. Like right? Yeah, but uh, like I mean look at the look look at the lineup they had. Right?
1: I it's just it's just you're in a better spot Bubba. you don't need to be you don't now need to be I there am. now we are you are but this, you, there's there's nothing going on over there no, except, there's nothing going there's on there's nothing anywhere. going on over there except panic and trying to figure out like how to trying to figure out what we got
0: we've kind of i had a guy in radio told me that you've reverse engineered this you went out and got what everybody else wants and told and said ba- and basically got thrown off of what they got but really, in order to survive, they need to have what the fuck you got, yeah. and you got it. It's not as sexy in your mind locally as what they have, but that's dying like a motherfucker. You got where these guys need
1: to be, exactly. And we got it. So let's just keep fucking rolling with it. But along the way, I will tell my story about you know I worked there for eighteen fucking years. So I want you to uh, again mad, not bitter. Mad, not bitter. I got a lot of stories about those motherfuckers, you know and they're all dirty.
0: You know, there's three forms of healing: sad, mad, glad. Did you know that?
1: No. Uh-uh. My, um, I, I was that never. From my therapist. I never went through the sad, but there was never any sadness. I was completely fucking relieved when I left there, but. Anytime I hear that somebody's chirping me, oh my God, these dirty motherfuckers, they're the last people in the world that should be talking. So I will t- uh, take each podcast episode to at least try and drag- Start breaking w- that down? Or at least dragging one of my former uh, co-workers, yes. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and today it was where I called Drew a scumbag and he ran to John Brennan's office and told him that I had called him a scumbag. Uh, <laughs> it was shook. What a pussy. Yeah. And I should be
2: very happy to, uh, towards Mike because- uh, This is the. I mean,
0: did you you know that when I was playing this stuff, right when I was at Bubba ninety eight seven? Oh yeah, they they
2: put a cease and assist on (laughs) it. I
0: was playing. I don't hide from
1: people, (laughs) and I always tell the truth.
0: But what they don't realize is this was on my show. You, I called you on the air. You took my phone call, and this was broadcast on my airwaves. So that means I own it,
1: right? Exactly. Oh, I don't know the laws, but I know they were feeling really good when they sent over a season assist.
2: To I am you. never going to be a guy to run from you. You call me; I'll take your phone call. You know, he should be very happy to uh, towards Mike because uh, this is the. I mean, this honestly, like, is there any bigger of an ass kisser no. than this guy? No. Mike gets syndicated because of this. I, if I'm if I'm making my projections within a year, Mike's on in major
0: markets. Supposedly, him and Calta are most disturbed by this piece, and then by the heavy pertation. This one? No, and that's the thing. I you know Kalta one time goes, I need to explain about that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, fuck boy. You can't explain about the fact that your brain is crosswired when Hogan says that you're a good guy and never did anything wrong. How the fuck your brain just cross wires? You can't. there's no explanation needed, cause I huh? never actually crossed the line and did something that was you
2: know no and that's the thing i you know i i what do you consider i mean i haven't i might have crossed the line. no i don't I, I consider crossing the line you and i can have as much beef as we want i don't. we never uh and that's a fucking shoot Gets mike's on in atlanta mike and i don't want to i'm not looking to make him uncomfortable to blow up his spot but i truly believe this because i enjoy his radio program and i think he's very relatable i think his show works in any market yeah, it's the natural progression too, when you get to that level of success. It's the next step is syndication. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, you're two fuck boys.
2: The only thing <laughs> I feel holding him back from syndication has been his time slot. You know, three to seven, the afternoon show. Or the
0: fact that radio fucking doesn't syndicate shit anymore.
2: It's a tough one to get syndicated. There's just not that many stations that offer that. Right. But mornings, I see him I I mean, I'm not looking to put the next big thing label on him, but he's the next big thing. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs>
0: Fucking idiot. <laughs> I do more of a fucking mold up idiot oh, besides man. you, you stupid fuck.
1: We'll play that every time, guys. I hope you love it.
0: <sighs> I think uh I think Bubba
1: that's... what let me let where, me put...
0: where is the time gone, hey, Seth.
1: Let me put this up today. Okay.
0: I'll put this up today. Let me put it up today. Put it up today like a fucking vandal. What do you think? Put it up, because let let's do it. How fast can you get it put up? Um I'll have it spread.
1: up. A couple hours.
0: Can you have it spread?
1: Yeah. Well it doesn't matter. Nobody knows what fucking time it is right now, but it'll be up today.
0: Let me know because I'll be on my tractor. And and Ocala, and I'll promote it.
1: Yeah, is that okay that we'll drop one a day early? Yeah, okay. Got to get those numbers up from the weekend.
0: We got to get those fucking numbers up, and we have you know we may have to do another one of these yet this week because it's a short week, Willie, and I like it.
1: I think we should do one and probably um, record it this week and drop it on like um, uh, Thursday or Friday.
0: Maybe we could do one on Wednesday. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that officially has been, I guess you don't even, like, I don't even say. No, I mean, you can just say, hey, I mean? uh, hey, hey, listen, here, uh, go for, fucking board.
1: rate us, rate us five stars on Apple or anywhere you get your podcast, write us a review, and um, yeah, and um, swing from these, Manson. <laughs> Everybody in Orlando is very happy you're off the show. They said they're happy your dark energy's gone. Keep it going. I know, that's all I have. And even his good friend said that his new show sucks, that they love him dearly, but his new show's terrible. Pew pew. Bye.